You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. This is Lars Walker. You're listening to All Over the Place, where the fun sanity never ends. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to All Over the Place. I'm your host, Eric, fresh back from Ohio. Go Mud Hens. That's right. I'm saying something nice about Toledo. That's correct. Good time back there in the Northwest Ohio for a few days. And uh, good to be back with the normal background going on. As always, we got Jim Culver. Jim in the house. Hello, Mr. JC. Hey, hey. How you doing? Doing fantastic. And good to be back on the same time zone as you. I'm into that. Although there, there was something to be said. Ohio, uh, Toledo's good for one thing, and it, is, it stays light longer. It's on the western edge of the eastern time zone. I like that. Late until 9.30 at night. Good times. Otherwise, good to be back here. And Marty is back with us. Martin Zamora, a.k.a. The Dude. Hello, my friend. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Cheers, mate. And Christine, our producer slash occasional co-host. You, you know it's one of the fun topics tonight when Christine's joining us. And with us tonight, we have a very special guest for our uh, – we have the, in the latest round of the threefer. We have life insurance agent and friend of the show, Maribel Pena. Welcome to the show, Maribel. Hello, everyone. Hello. Glad you could join us. And uh, before we get actually, uh, before we get rocking with the three, I will introduce the three for topic in a second. But you know, uh, you're new to our guests, and uh, please tell us, Maribel. You know, you're a life insurance agent. Please tell us what is special about what you do to helping people out with their money. Sounds fantastic. Well, I have to say, there's nothing sexy when you say that I'm a life insurance agent. I think it sounds as boring as it can be, but what we do is we, number one, we protect the money for those that we service. Number two, we multiply it. And usually we uh, protect it against a divorce, bankruptcy, um, a lawsuit, or health illnesses. And the programs that I run are just very creative programs. We um, utilize life insurance through a process of technology that allows us to pay off our debt in eight to 12 years. That means your mortgage, your car, your, uh, some of us have, um, you know, expenses from college and credit card debt. So it's basically used very creatively for debt elimination, multiplying our money and protecting your money is what I do. Sounds like a win, win, win. So Folks, you, you may have noticed on the scroll there the way to get a hold of Maribel, and we'll be mentioned throughout the show. I'm sorry. Get a hold of our Facebook. And do, are, are we revealing the number or are we uh, keeping that uh, 555 4242? We'll figure that We'll figure that out. You can see how to spell her name there, Maribel Pena. I, I am accessible. Just don't call her at four I'm o'clock. I'm accessible. The Please folks. follow me on Instagram. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, we don't know if the show's going to be airing in the east now, in the east coast, and we'll get a, a a phone call at one in the morning or something like that. Hey, we're we're global, Maribel, and uh, I'm very excited. To we, this month alone, we are new in Chile and Austria, and where else are we? Uh, Chad, we had a couple pickups in Chad. We we're getting bigger and more global, and so there are only four states who are not have not downloaded us yet, and that's Alaska, West Virginia. Alabama and Mississippi. We're working on those four, but we are global. We are we are national and international. So, but folks, just bear in mind she's she's in Pacific time, 
So Arizona, which is currently Pacific time. So be be kind when you're gonna if you're gonna call. Don't 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 be that person. No one likes that late night person. Well, unless unless that's a different show. Time. That kind of late night person. <laughs> it's a different. Show. Get a lot of money to invest. Please call. Anything but tonight's show is fun, and that's that's why Maribel wanted to join us, and Christine's in uh, on the panel as well. Today, the threefer is three things we miss about being a kid, and one thing we like about being an adult. And we may option to, depending on how uh, how we're doing time wise, we may option to what advice would adult us give kid us. And Maribel, you are our guest this week, so we're going to start with you. And what 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 we do format wise, we do a little round robin. And you'll say one of your three things that you like about uh, that you miss about being a kid, and then we'll just take it around the horn. Mm-hmm. So start us off, Maribel. Ball is in your corner of the panel. Fantastic. Okay, what do you miss about being a kid? Well, thank you. I think that um, you know when we're kids, I felt that I was. I felt so tiny, you know, I was like, the world looks so big. And my superhero as a child was my mom. She's one of the people in my world that I admire. I admire, um, I think that she was such a great teacher of always facing our fears. And one of her favorite sayings is you always grab the bull by the horns. Doesn't matter how difficult things might seem to be look for those solutions, grab that bull by the horns. And a lot of whom I became, the woman that I am today, has a lot to do because of the influence of my mom. I got to, when I was um, in kindergarten, I remember by the time she got me up, it was the way the house smelled, the way that she looked. She was always dressed up in a dress with heels. She was just such a ladylike personality in her voice. Just the way that I felt, I think as a little kid, I always found her to be so brilliant and so striking. And it's fascinating how as an adult, I still find that if there's ever a moment that I need that comfort or that reassurance, it comes from that relationship with my mom. Awesome. Mom, that's the first thing you miss about being a kid, that mom influence. And we're, we're, uh, we're on the brink of Father's Day, but that's a nice little throwback to Mother's Day last month. I like that answer. Having a hero is really amazing. Jim, I'm going to cut to your corner next. Okay. What, the, uh, what do you miss about being a kid? Uh, I'm going to say for my, my first pick, um, one of the things I missed, m- miss most about being a kid is the those childhood friendships that I had. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I as an adult, I have friends, some very dear friends, uh, and I have high school friends, college friends that I, that I still chat with and, you know, online friends that I've gotten to know and, uh, you know, acquaintances and so on. But, uh, you know, those, those are very important relationships in my life, but, you know, something about being at a certain age, being, you know, uh, under teenage years, let's say, um, and just, just those, those really close, deep friendships that you had with other kids, uh, you know, sleepovers and trips together and things like that, you know, long, long late night chats about things. And, and, uh, it just really, there's really nothing like it. And, uh, you know, at the time it's kind of the, the prototype for, you know, kind of the romantic relationships we have later because they're so close, but, uh, you know, those, that, that was probably the, the biggest thing, uh, was just the friendships I had. And uh, well, uh, you're a little bit younger, younger than than uh, than I am. But now, are you still with your gen? I mean, you're not that much younger. But 
being able, I, I liked about the, the, the aspect of kid friendships, being able to just walk mm-hmm. through the neighborhood and it's so, you know, is Jimmy home or is, is Bob home, Bobby, just being able to just, the, that's that kind of friendship. Everyone just, you're right there and you just pick up your friends. You go, you go find something to do. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Definitely All right, Christine, that. we're going to go to the top of the, the little hexagon here. Okay. Well, uh, my first thing in this list of things that I miss about being a kid. I came from a big Irish Catholic family and holidays when I was a child, 25 cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody all piled into my mom's house or my aunt's house. You'd literally have to step over people when we were opening presents because there were so many people all over the floor and just, it was always just a huge party and just so much going on. And it was always super memorable occasions and um, just really great memories of growing up for a kid or growing up as a kid and um, having just this huge family around me that would get together every holiday. That's awesome. I have no cousins. I can't relate. So, but I, I do like family reunions. That's all we have for the, the big extended family. So yeah, it's family. That's very, very cool. It just I can yeah. definitely relate to that exact thing. Although I left it off my list, it was up there. That is that whole thing, everybody kind of getting together for holidays. Absolutely love it. And, and I don't care if you left it off your list, Marty. I'm going to you next. Okay. Well, uh, Jim, uh, Jim had one that was. Uh, I, <laughs> I had a standby one in case somebody took <laughs> mine. And uh, just to add to that real quick, uh, that time, uh, just before pu- junior high, basically. That seems to be like the sweet spot because you have a little freedom. You got your little group of buddies and summers were amazing. You just all day. Anyway, nice pull, Jim. Uh, so for, uh, I'm not going to do them in any particular order, but kind of piggybacking on that free days. Your day was free. Yeah. When schools and you went to school, but even that was free. I mean, school wasn't terribly hard. Your friends were all there, but summer came. You woke up and it was amazing. You were everything you did was great. You just lived your life without a care in the world, and I definitely miss that. I like it. I like it. For me, similar vein to what you you and Jim were talking about. I miss block parties because we lived in a neighbor that was so relatively new. Uh, the, the Foxcroft development in our, our little suburb, not far from uh, Cleveland. And everyone would get to get the kids would have you know, the, the kid activities in the morning and the afternoon. We'd have the bike races and, and you know, the, the different booths as you went down the street. Like my dad made a, uh, a putt putt surface. So that, that was the activity there. And, and just the all. community, everybody, you know, it was neighbors. It was, it was, you know, it was the seventies and eighties and, and just everyone got together and it was amazing. Just, uh, and everyone was having a good time. Didn't matter if the neighbor was the one who kept you up late at night, you know, doing whatever, or just the dogs barking, everything. Everyone got along. Everybody, it was a block party. The kids were having a great time. I said the bike races and it block parties. And I, as I've gotten older, I, I just, I guess I haven't lived in neighborhoods where that happens. Actually, for those of you who do live in neighborhoods, perhaps, are, do block bar, are block parties still a thing? I haven't seen them in a while, but I'm sure they are. Yep. 
Yeah, the um, first neighborhood that I lived in when I moved back here in 2012, um, that was a pretty tight knit community. And I lived in a cul-de-sac and we used to um, get together a couple times a year and just, you know, shut down the street going into the cul-de-sac and just let the kids run free, bring out the barbecues. And it just was a big old party. But um, I will say that there's also, um, Eric knows one of my good friends and she lives in a neighborhood where, holy smokes, Halloween is a big deal. The whole neighborhood, like the whole entire subdivision shuts down and it's all block parties. Some people just walk around with their wagons and blasting music and it's just so much fun walking around their neighborhood. And we do it every year now, every year, even though our good friend that introduced us to the neighborhood doesn't live there anymore, we still go back every single year and go there and walk around with the kids. (laughs) And big big old uh, pillowcases to put all the candy in, get your score. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the only way. And this is good. My Americana has not completely died. I like hearing that. That is awesome. So, all right. Well, then that loops us back around. Maribel, your second thing that you miss about being a kid. Oh my gosh. I loved, I've had a hard time sleeping. I would wake up sometimes in the night. And what I loved is I loved walking to the refrigerator and stealing the um, can of ice cream and running back. And enjoying that in bed underneath the sheets. That was like one of my favorite. I have a sweet tooth. There's nothing better than sweets. And and that was one of the things that um, as an adult, I think there's a little consequence. I won't fit into all my clothes, but that's okay. Um, life is too short not to enjoy it. And, and I think that's that's what it's about. It's about as a kid, you're present in those moments. Those moments seem amazing and they just seem sometimes bigger than us and you're like wow you know so i love i love that i I love sometimes just the appreciation to the little things and and as an adult i love seeing viewing life through my children's eyes because it grounds me it reminds me of of those moments that's awesome being you're you're a cat burglar in your own house you're trying to not get (laughs) caught get back to your room with the with the goods that's that's a great memory that's awesome well marty i'm gonna go to you next all right maribel well, we, we, we there's no real rhyme or reason to this show if you if you paid attention to some past ones so we're all we go helter skelter hence hence the name you got it thanks jim yeah so uh my second one is uh going over to maribel's house and go sneaking in the kitchen and <laughs> i always had really good ice cream <laughs> <laughs> dude so the uh, dude. My, next one the is, dude. my next one is uh not having to be in charge um <laughs> uh, maybe it comes across in my personality i don't know but um i always seem to be the, hey, what are we going to do next guy you know everybody looks at me I, well, that's fine you I, have I, a gravitas my friend you have a great <laughs> gravitas yeah, so I don't I don't mind it, but man, I'll tell you what, it sure was nice that even if you were the alpha kid, the decisions were tiny. They were it was great, no pressure. You you were just a free spirit. You didn't have any any responsibilities other than a little bit of homework. You know, maybe you got a little older, you mowed mow the lawn, but uh, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was just great being. 
so free without any responsibilities. You didn't have to make one big decision all day. You just, you know, red popsicle or purple, uh, you know, where are we going to ride our bikes to today? Simple, simple stuff. The best. Okay. All right. Christine, throw in your direction now. Okay. Just, just, just feeling, and I, you know what? It's it's the Devil's Network. I'm not going to say what show this feels like. Christine, you're up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. So, about the <laughs> check you later. <laughs> so my second thing is, um, okay, like kind of what Maribel said about the I love ice cream. And uh, when I went into college, I was like all of 85 pounds. Granted, I had just gotten my wisdom teeth out, but I had the metabolism of a hummingbird. I could literally eat anything, anything, anything I wanted, anything, as much or anything. 25 sucks. That's what I hate. Not even joking. For me, it was 27. Like right about when I got to be 27, and then it's been fighting to keep five pounds, ten, like ever since. Like, oh my gosh, to have that metabolism back. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's my number two. Mine was twenty-five. About being a kid. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Exercises for sucks, eh? Jim, your direction now. Okay, so yeah, my my next two picks are going to be a little more generation specific, but uh, uh, so yeah, for for this one. Uh, I really miss video stores Ooh. when I was a kid. Uh, they were they were a big deal. I, li- I grew up in a small town, and so the video store was a huge deal. You know, everybody went down there to rent a movie, you know, re- rent a couple movies for the weekend, you know, going down there with my dad and his pickup truck and just and just getting to pick out a movie and, and that kind of thing. And I think that's kind of where I turned into a movie buff because I would, like, watch movies and then go back and, like, argue with the kid behind the counter about what the movie was about or whatever and and uh this this little snotty 10 year old arguing about a movie plot with a teenager you know just (laughs) really you know um but uh yeah just really good memories of that um and uh you know kind of miss miss physical copies of movies nowadays i still have a lot have a lot of dvds but everything's going digital now and it's just just really not the same so yeah video stores for sure I remember I our first one that. in Little Holland, Ohio. The first movie we rented was, was Rocky Three, with Mr. T, and it was Mr. T was at the True Value Hardware that same day. So we went right over and got. He was at the great. He was a part owner in the True Value Hardware in that, that part of the world, and so and we went over to the video store right after that and got ourselves Mr. T Rocky Three. You ain't so bad. Nice. My prediction. Me as the next answer of the question. So uh, I'm, I know there's a big shocker for me, especially with the cap on from the Mud Hens. I miss Little League. And I say the travel ball has just gotten so omnipresent in in the the baseball that's played these days. And, and this goes back to the community. I, you know, I, as I was making this list, I noticed that community is a big part of my growing up. And what I miss about it, and it's it, again generational thing, and just uh, it was not the neighbor. We all had our Howland Athletic Club, and everyone, everyone, we all went to the same elementary school, or you know, and then like a couple different ones, but we all got together on the same baseball team. And you know, 
you played the guys the night before, you won, you're wearing your cap the next day, and just it went all over the place. And now with travel ball, it's community baseball. Just the the good kids aren't playing there, or the best kids aren't playing there. But uh, again, the sense of community being lost. My, my city was gone, as Chrissy Hine once sang. So, on that up yet downer note, that I'm going to pass it off once again to our, our guest this week, Maribel Pena. You're up with your final pick as what you miss about being a kid. Wow. <laughs> that That's the golden moment, the moment that I, I go blank. Um, my third thing that I loved about being a kid, and I apologize, I, I did go a little blank. I had a conversation with Christine about I was going to it's get nervous. <laughs> Do you need to phone a friend? <laughs> what was that? Do you need to phone a friend on your third answer? <laughs> yes, please. Can I, can I please? Can I please plead the fifth? And you know, like that um, that millionaire's lamp. Is this the moment that I can please ask a friend for help? Yes, uh, the, absolutely. The, the judges are allowing it. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So when we talked and I'll just kind of lead it in and you can take it over relationships, yes. the relationships that you had as a child, like, like, um, I think Jim, my grandfather, my grandfather, I remember, um, I, we came to this country where I was a, a tiny little human. And then we went back to Mexico and it was for a very, it was a window of time. Back then, we are from such a small village. There was no lights. There was no running water. And we had dinner. And after dinner, we would sit in this patio. And my grandfather would always have the most amazing stories to share with us. But, um, you know, he used to go from the village to a, a small town. And he would carry a backpack. And in that backpack, there was books. So every time that he would go back, he would exchange these books with his friends. But, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it was like these moments of awe that you're like, wow, how do they know so much? Or, you know, just, I don't know, from my perspective, I was, I was always, and, and what's very interesting is that some of those stories, I will apply them to conversations that I have today in our current in current day-to-day -day things, because I remember, like, he would always use analogies, and he would, it was his perspective, and and I make, uh, I, I reflect on that, and I use a lot of his language and his stories when I communicate with my friends, when I communicate with my kids and in business, so he was definitely very impactful to me. Wow. I like, I like it. Yeah. Christine, we're gonna, okay. the, the friend that was phoned, we're going to go to you next. <clears throat> okay. Actually, we don't need to zoom in on me for this one. Um, okay. Well, somebody else already, <clears throat> somebody else already kind of touched on it, but um, I'm going to come at it from um, catching lightning bugs, flashlight tag, pick the can, laying under the stars and looking up and just wondering what's all out there and running around like a pack of wild dogs with your friends every night. And, you know, maybe dad would come out and play with us kids and, you know, let us, you know, run around him and play mold. We used to play this one game where, you know, you could like kind of mold him any way you wanted. And if you, if he caught you moving that he would grab you or something like that, it was just really neat 
times. It was just really cool. So summer nights is what I miss. And don't forget the ice cream truck. <laughs> All right. The, the end of the innocence. <laughs> Martin, over to you. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, Maribel, you're very good at this. <laughs> those those were outstanding. I mean, I'm used to the rest of the three of these people, and, you know, <laughs> they do this. They have every, the extra element, right? We do this every week, and so I expect them to be able to, you know, come up with interesting things, and they do. But I didn't know what to expect, and outstanding. I mean, wow, you're good at this. <laughs> story all of them were very interesting all right Marty, so, we, we don't invite chumps onto this show i, I think I thought you, you, that you, you've been gone for a little while marty we don't invite chumps to this place this <laughs> great a material that. on all over the place that's right so, uh, this one is does that more... mean i can be invited back since since i i did i pass the test can i please be invited back? <laughs> all right, okay, okay all right mute or everyone huddle yes i think yes okay good <laughs> so uh, this one's a little uh, it's a little tongue in cheek, but it is true. It was so nice waking up feeling rested. <laughs> you wake up and it's not just that your body doesn't ache or any of that because you don't at the time you don't know it. But when you wake up and you pop out of bed and the world is in front of you and you feel great. And you feel energized, and there's nothing, nothing going to stop you. You feel, you feel like you're, you're, a day is a new adventure. And you know, as adults, it's really not. You, you know, you know what you're going to do for the day. You've usually planned it out. Sometimes that's not true, but most of the stuff we do, we have to plan because we have responsibilities. But being a kid and not knowing, maybe you had a kind of an outline. You know, like we're going to ride over to the park today and play a little baseball or something, but you just that that feeling of uh, excitement for the day. That's that's hard to reproduce as an adult, and uh, I just love that getting up. And I knew while I was eating the cereal, I was thinking all the things I was going to do. What are we going to do today? Where are we going to go? This is going to be great. Just I was always excited. All the way up to high school, changed things a bit. But uh, man, I mean, I just I would get out of bed with a sense of Joy, there you go. I'm glad you brought this up, Marty, because that's something I, I want. I made sure I carried over from my childhood, and that's like whether it's you know getting up and I've got you know a game or whatever that, but, or going to the Rose Bowl and seeing my friends out in Cali and all that stuff. And, and, yeah, it's I like that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I never want to lose that that sense of my childhood innocence. And yes, I, I often joke I'm 53 going on 12, maybe 13. But uh, I mean, I, I don't want to lose that sense of wonderment. Yeah. And if you can do it at least once a week where you feel really excited about the day, some days are better than others. And some days you look forward to, but really excited, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's Thursday and this is going to be whatever. That's really good for the soul. Well, I, I don't work at Canyon State anymore either. So I, I don't dread much anymore. Oh. So <laughs> we're going to edit that part out. I'm going to dump that one. Oh, I work at CSA. I work at CSU West. And let me tell you. <laughs> well, before I get into further trouble with that, Jim, thrown to you. Okay, so third. my third very is going to be very generational specific, but uh, I'm going to say I miss um, how television was when I was a kid, mm. specifically in the 80s. 
Um, and, and I don't just mean the shows, although the shows were amazing, but just kind of the vibe of how TV was back then, how it was, how it was structured, the kind of show that the tone of the shows, um, you know, so many good memories of, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, me and my sister just sitting, just sitting down, eating cereal, watching, watching the cartoons while, you know, my, our folks got to stay in bed with their, their, their newspapers and their coffee and everybody was happy, you know, uh, and, uh, and then the, you know, the, the weeknights, the, te- the, the shows that were on, they were, you know, they were really specifically family shows. They weren't, they weren't kid shows. They were family shows that everybody could enjoy, you know, stuff like, like, like a team and MacGyver and all these, all these awesome shows that are, being you know badly remade nowadays because they don't have the same the same vibe but just kind of that 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 really wholesome fun vibe that you got off of that you know and it's just must must see television on thursday night lineup amen yeah i mean you know there's there's so much more they call even call it content now not shows but content there's so much more to watch but it just doesn't have the same feeling of you know the the stuff that everybody watched together was always fun everybody had a great time you know uh you know my my you know 18 was our favorite show me and my dad both had action figures from that show i (laughs) i I had murdoch and my sorry i I had mr t and my dad had murdoch those are our favorite characters you know just that that, baracus yes just that kind of thing where it's like everybody got something out of this. Everybody loved it. Everybody had a good time. Uh, there wasn't all this kind of cultural division, you know, where everybody's watching something different and everybody's into something different and we're all getting different, totally different vibes out of the culture. And just, it was just kind of a, a shared experience to, to sit in front of the TV and watch these shows as, as kids. So Spe- speaking of that Sunday nights, wonderful world of Disney. I remember that as a kid. I think that was NBC. Nope, ABC. Uh, ABC? Yeah, ABC, ABC. And for that brief season of uh, 77, or it would have been 78, Battlestar Galactica came on right after it. Just a little before <laughs> my as time. Good, but... As good or bad as you want to remember, Daggett, the little dog for with the little, the, the, yeah. Tons of useless knowledge, folks. Yes. And, no. and what was the uh, euphemism they used for a swear word? Dag? They'd say frack. Oh, Freck. I think Freck was was Freck with the new one. I think no, that was the no, new one. Was, yeah. I, I know it was with the new one because I seen her in the remember them saying "dag" a lot, I, but it could have been Freck with them too. So, not enough of a steel trap to remember that. Well, good thing we got uh, our pocket brain. Oh, and uh, and Jim, I, I noticed Marty doing the little dial chain. Did you? Uh, did did your you know the little half generation behind? Did you have to use pliers to go up and tr- change the channel? Yes. Okay, good. All right, because good. Our, because our TV was from 1942 and yeah. was yes. time. so we not literally, but close enough. You're changing the channel while while you're holding your arm up with the antenna to make sure. Yeah, there you go. That's, oh yeah, that's the way you watch TV in the 70s and 80s. Excellent. Yep. With the tin foil on it that you had yep. to get just right, and when you let it go, go away. So you watch TV like that. And folks, we didn't plan it that we have two Mr. T references tonight, too. I'm very happy with that. <laughs> Did not plan on that. I love it. Uh, my my fun one from I miss being about a kid and uh, piggybacking a little bit a little bit from what Maribel said. I miss the trips to the grandparents, and I'm I'm blessed that I've actually I was able to know my great grandparents on both sides uh, a little bit. Uh, my mom's wow. grandmother was alive for a little while. My dad's grandparent, both grandparents were alive. My great grandmother didn't die until I was 24. But my, my 
grand, one grand, first grandfather died when I was eight, but just be, and we go up for summer. And I remember when my youngest brother was born in 77, uh, the other brother and I, we went up and it was just, uh, you got to soak up all that knowledge and grand people. There were double world war two veterans. My uncle was a Vietnam vet, just picking their brains and, and learning whatever we could from them. And, or picking up, you know, don't get a tattoo. I was infatuated with my grandfather's Marine tattoo. I was drunk. Don't do that. And just free. You can't, once it's there, it's always there. Uh, it but worked. Just hang out with them. And like, and I'm the oldest. And so my grandparents were uh, like, mom's uh, 46 years older than I was. So, And there was still enough of, you know, they didn't seem that old. I mean, we did, but the great grandparents obviously did, but just picking up so much or as much as you could. And, and I, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I mean, I'm, I just lost my final grandmother recently. And so to have that from, you know, my earliest memories through 53 years old, but being a kid, there's just something about, you know, you get to go away. You're, you're away from your mom and dad and grandma and grandpa, they spoil the hell out of you and comic books and baseball cards and just going down to Lake Erie or going up to Niagara Falls or just, it, it was it was a good time. I, I you know, my grandparents, Excellent. grandparents are, are, are great. I did not just well. Yeah, I did too. I used to go visit my year. grandparents. I loved it. Yeah, I'd go a month every year uh, in the summer. I would disappear for a month and go down there. And uh, man, that's a, it's a great poll. Really great memories. Yep. All right. Well, enough about being kids. Enough, enough about tapping into our, our ids or super ids or whatever that is. I, I, you know, I, I take, you know, psych 101 twice, but I can't get too Freudian with that stuff. Uh, so now we're going to switch to what do we like about being an adult? And I'm going to go to the youngest person in the room on, on, on this one. And actually, oh. I, I, sit down, dude. Uh, <laughs> Jim, we're going to you. Okay. Um, so this, this one might, uh, uh, wrinkle Marty's haunches a little bit, but because he just kind of said the antithesis of this. But uh, but I'm going to say the thing I love is is personal freedom of being an adult. Um, just and what and what I mean by that is, I mean I was the so I was the youngest, not only in my immediate family, but in my entire extended family, and and a lot of them are Catholics, so it was a big extended family. Um, <laughs> so you know uh, we we'd get together, and I would just be always be the youngest person in the room. And uh, it was just always everyone else was saying, go do this, go do that, eat this. And I would just kind of go along and say, OK, and go along with it. And uh, just not a lot of personal freedom. It was just kind of being led from one thing to another. And, you know, it was and it was a great childhood. I'm certainly not complaining, but, you know, just but then as I got older, getting that kind of personal freedom by degrees, you know, um, you know, as a, as a, a preteen being able to visit my friends for a whole weekend. And then when I was 16, getting my, my first car going off to college, you know, you know, starting my, my, my life, just getting, just experiencing this personal freedom, uh, was really just amazing being able to make my own choices in life. Even if it was just something small, like what am I going to have for dinner? Like to me, that just would, at a certain age, that would just blow my mind. Like I get to pick what I'm going to have for dinner. Holy crap. So you know, just can have ice cream for dinner. Hold on, exactly. I'm not saying they're always the best choices. I'm just saying, uh, but you know, just experiencing that and, and getting, the, you know, kind of the, the the joy of that personal freedom was, and probably remains my favorite thing about being an adult. Um, I, I I really think that's something something special and, and something I've always enjoyed about 
uh, about my life as an adult. So, and uh, yeah, personally, I, I, I know some people like look at this, this, a certain level of nostalgia, but I personally would never go back to a point where I didn't have any personal freedom. And I, I know there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of responsibility that goes along with it. I have to, I have to, you know, pay my insurance bills and keep the lights on and everything else. And I have to work and do all these things, but I, I feel like it's a small price to pay for having that. So. Cue, cue the Michael McDonald and Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and shine sweet freedom, shine a light on me. There you go. And we're going to keep going age wise. Maribel, we go to you next. Wow. So I have to say that um, there's moments that I had a lot of self-doubt and a little bit of that uncertainty. Am I going in the right direction? And I feel that my adult self, if I was to give advice to myself at 18 or, you know, back in my 20s, I would just say that there's one thing that you have to keep and that is faith. Um, advice for my son, I feel that I would tell them that one of the, something that has always anchored me to know that everything's going to be okay has been faith. So it's that relationship that we built, uh, if you want to say with uh, God or the universe or, you know, knowing that there's something bigger and higher above us and having faith has been very important having that self-confidence and that belief, believing in that, believing that there's always, um, things will always work out. And I, and I love that there's a question I believe it was once stated by Einstein. The most mundane question is, do you believe that the world is good or that the world is bad? And if you choose to say that the world is good, you will always find yourself being rewarded with blessings in one form or another. But if we choose to see the world that it's bad or that um, glass being half emptied, I think that, you know, asking you shall receive, you get what you ask. So I think that that's been a, a, a conversation that I've had with myself several times. And that's, you know, I think as a looking back, what I would say to my younger self is keep that perspective, keep that faith, keep that confidence in you, believing you. And just, um, you know, know that the struggles that sometimes we're given are not bigger than us, that there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and solutions. And just with a little faith and a little pixie dust, things fall into place. Dun, dun, That's mine. Dun, 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 dun. Well, you know, it would be nice. Sorry. Everything's running me a song on, on these answers, and and that's look at my butt, Dennis. It's Faith by George Michael. <laughs> uh, we got to do a podcast where we we ask questions, and Eric has to answer in the form of a song. <laughs> yeah. that is accepted. Are we already oh, doing that? Good. I think I we should all do that. That would be I super kind of feel fun. Like it's cold all over the place. I bring it. That's yeah. the way that I like it. Yeah. Who's Christine, picking you're up. Well, uh, okay. either, either, what, what advice would you give to your younger self or what do you like about being an adult? Um, well, kind of building off of what Jim said, but also like I was the youngest in my family as well. Not the youngest cousin, but I grew up like 
I used to freak myself out a lot when I was younger. Like I would just think about 1999 and be like, whoa, or think about space and be like, oh my God, I feel so tiny. Like, what, But did to- you ever think about space 1999? Uh, the show or the movie. I remember being young and just kind of like, not being real comfortable being by myself, just being like, what's that? Oh my God, what's that? Now, like, and it actually is kind of like a um, happy, sad thing. Cause like both my parents are gone. I don't have any family in town. So it's like, it's me. I'm it. Like <laughs> I'm next, you know, like it's all on my shoulders. And in a way for me, that is extremely freeing. It is just like, okay, it's my time. And I freaking love it. I love the autonomy of being able to do whatever I want, not having to explain to anybody what I'm doing and just living my life. JKL, baby, JKL, just keep living. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a song, Marty, but it wasn't I'm, McConaughey. I was, I was trying to figure out what song that was. <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> well, um, going up the, uh, uh, the chronological, I guess that goes to me next. And, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm 53 going on 12. I don't really care about being an adult. I mean, yeah, there's responsibilities for it, but I the advice I would give to myself and specifically my 16 slash 17 year old self, keep that attitude of proving people wrong. Uh, and this is coming, I, uh, it's, uh, being back in Toledo on the anniversary of my, the accident that really shaped, uh, a lot for me. And, and I had to take a year off of sports, concentrate on, on other things and just getting better, uh, not messing with the head too much. Um, uh, but I had an attitude, uh, I was told take remedial, I had honors classes and, uh, AP classes. And my therapist said, Oh, take the remedial ones. If you feel you can get back into it. I'm like, wait, I'm 16 years old and I already have a two fingers up. Wait a minute. Why would I predispose myself for failure? How about I take the advanced classes if I feel I'm falling behind? I ended up with a 4.6, 4.7 GPA for the year. I tell the younger self, never lose that attitude of proving people wrong and, and not accepting the lowest common denominator of, of what, what somebody else expects. Pardon the language, but fuck you. That, that's the attitude. And my parents said, and I said, I was coming off of a, a, a major head trauma. I, I told my occupational therapist, fuck no. I'm not going to accept that and and just don't lose the rebellious spirit. Don't, don't lose the, the attitude to prove people wrong because it's fun. That's awesome. And never aim for the middle. That's what's the point of that. Boring. Shoot right. the stars and you might reach the moon, that kind of thing. Some Casey Kasem, See, no song, but I have Casey Kasem who, you know, keep your feet on the ground and reaching for the stars. Absolutely. Here on America's top top forty, Marty, to you to wrap us up tonight. So on my little sheet here, I had we do research. No, I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Um, so <laughs> to the doing whatever I want, and uh, Jim covered that. That was going to be my thing: do whatever I want for the rest of my life. Because I'm the only one here in this crowd who whose kids were. You know, they were nice enough to grow up and leave. So <laughs> it's just me and the wife, and we can do whatever we want. But that, that wasn't it. Uh, I really like that, by the way. Don't get me wrong. But uh, what it is is that I'm 
Um, I said before that, you know, I end up kind of being someone that people look to for answers or help or advice. And it's really nice now to, because I always had a little doubt. I feel pretty secure now that I have some wisdom um, and some discernment. So when I help people, when I give people advice, it is nice to know that I'm not just talking out of my ass. I, it's because I don't mind giving advice, but man, for the in my 30s, I was like, man, I, I hope that was right. I, I did the best I could, but it's really nice to look look at my life now and know that I can actually help people. The advice I give or the problem solving I help people with, whatever it might be, is actually, you know, uh, worth something. It's There's some value there. And um, whether it's the kids I work with, you know, uh, during the day or my kids call me out there in their 30s and wow, Daryl's almost 40. Um, they call me and ask me for advice. What do you think about this or that? And it's nice to feel like I've lived enough life that I have some wisdom now that I can actually help. It, it, it feels good. I, I kind of, uh, Maribel, uh, referred to her grandfather. I had that kind of grandfather. He was just, he was John Wayne. He was everything to me. He was amazing. And people always went to him. They always went to him for advice. And now I get it. You know, now that I'm the age he was, I get it. You know, and I am, now that my dad's gone, I am the, the the head of the family, essentially, and I'm embracing it. And because wisdom, discernment, it took a long time, you know, and I, I wanted patience now. It took a long time to learn it. Well, my friend, I know you always like to downplay things and, you know, and, and keeping that humility about, you know, I, I know I'm not always the smartest person in the room, but I'd like to play you you more often than not are the smartest person in the room. And I, I admire that about you. I, I love watching you work and the gravitas I mentioned earlier. You, you are the dude, you are the Zamora head dude. I love it. Well, thank, thank you, Eric. It means a lot coming from you. I respect you a whole bunch. R-E-S-B-C-P-T. That's what friendship means to me. Yes. That's it, folks. We're out and all over the place. Brandon, on no, we're not going not, not, <laughs> not me misspelling a song, but, uh, but, there you have it, folks. That's that's the all over the place roundtable, the three fur, and one you know the three things we loved about being a kid, and the one thing we loved about being an adult, or the advice we would give to our childhood self. And our guest, Maribel Pena, the world's coolest life insurance agent. If you must label her, don't label her. Just say she's a cool lady who will help you make money and save money and all of that good stuff. So. Maribel, thanks again for joining us on All Over the Place. And make sure you, the, all the scrolling that you're going on when you're watching this, you can you can find out how to get a hold of Maribel. For those of you who are just listening and not watching us yet, but make sure you check out Maribel Pina. That's uh, M-A-R-I-B-E-L-P-I-N-A. And it's at Maribel Pina on Instagram. Correct, Maribel? Instagram and Facebook? Yep. All right. Very good. Well, always Christine, Jim, Marty, the dude. Glad to have you back uh, back with us this week, Marty. Maribel, thanks again for joining us on All Over Thank the Place. The official podcast of Media Pub Live. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever.
content contained herein have been the opinions of the hosts, the producer, and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk.